Come on, hold still. Hold, hold still. Get, hold st You like that? Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, we're almost there. Oh, you're a bad little monkey, aren't you? Mm. Now light me a cigarette and make me a sandwich. Good day, Joe. How are you? I'm good, Matt. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Gonna throw another shrimp on a barbie for you. <laughs> Greetings to everyone down under. Yes, welcome to the show. This is the Idiot's Perspective. He's Joe. I'm Matt. And here we are. Today, well, we're gonna discuss a few different things. Well, what's on your mind, Joe? Monkeypox. I asked what's on your mind, Joe, not what's on your privates. <laughs> That wasn't me in the recording. Okay. By the way, I made that recording without Matt knowing. <laughs> oh. I thought I left that door closed. Yeah. So, the WHO, the World Health Organization, declared... Yeah, not, not the rock band. Yeah, not the rock band, by the way. <laughs> declares a global health emergency over the monkeypox outbreak. Oh, you mean like they uh, declared a global emergency uh, a year later after COVID broke out? Well, their ineptitude is a whole other story about COVID. What is it? They say 15,000 people infected globally? Yeah, about 16,000 globally with five deaths. Five deaths on a planet of seven and a half million. Billion. Billion, excuse with a B. me. With a B. Okay. And yeah. It seemed to me more people pass out trying to blow their own nose than get the die of monkeypox. <laughs> well, evidently, even the WHO didn't agree with their leader, uh, Tedros. What, what is he? Is he like a secretary general of some sort? Or? He's some appointed bureaucrat. Well, he was outvoted nine to six to, make an emer to not make an emergency. Nine did, voted not to. Did uh, AOC pretend to get arrested when that happened? No, no, that, okay. was, that was something else. Oh, okay. But... Nine to six, they were outvoted on making it a global emergency. And the motherfuckers still decided to go ahead and overrule everybody and make it a global emergency. Well, it's a bureaucratic imperative, you know. Yeah. You can't justify a uh, shutdown and uh, destroying the world's economy unless you declare it a global emergency. I must have more power. Yeah. Um, you know, something that bothers me about this, it's bothered me about a lot of things, is... Before these bureaucrats go around declaring emergencies, yeah, um, they have to lie about stuff first. So a couple of weeks ago, when this monkeypox started, yeah, uh, we were told no, it's not spread by homosexual sex. No, it's not a problem that is mostly limited to gay men mm -hmm. who happen to go to like these vast orgies in uh, resort areas. Yeah, and. Uh, that's exactly what they did with AIDS, and mm -hmm. that's exactly what they did with COVID, and it's exactly what they do with everything else. Yeah. They start with a lie, and then the so-called solutions that they come up with are, are, are predicated on the lie, and are usually designed to cover up the fact that you know that they were lying. Well. And that's why they don't work. So, like, uh, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. That lie. Yeah, you mean Joe Biden's been vaccinated four times and he caught COVID anyway? <laughs> Fauci's on his third time around with COVID already. Yeah, okay. I've never third been vaccinated. I've never been vaccinated. Nobody ever told me I had COVID. <laughs> I know I had a coronavirus once, but I know it wasn't COVID. Well, I had COVID, uh, I think, twice. And you Delta and Omicron. And you, and you were vaccinated, right? I was vaccinated afterwards because I had to go back to work. Oh, okay, because, you know. We're going to run out of letters in the Greek alphabet Yeah, for this stuff. What, what is this, the ghost strain or the no. ninja assassin or what? what which one was Mario it? Mario Go-Kart. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Heinz, Listen. you know, the next is the Heinz 57 variety. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Go-Go Gadget variety, whatever. Yeah. They're going to come, you know. Pretty soon they're gonna start naming these these variants in Swahili or yeah, uh, yeah. you know. So uh, you know. which which variant of the monkeypox are we on? <laughs> I don't know. It's like uh, 
I don't know. What have we had? Like eleven monkeypox variants already? I have no idea. Probably. I'm just joking. I, I have, yeah, I have, I have no, no idea, idea if there's any variant. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, it's it come. It's a uh, part of the smallpox family. I do know yeah, that. The, now the thing about it is, it's it's typically not deadly. It will score you. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, five people dying of monkeypox. They probably die of monkeypox. They probably die the complications from monkey monkeypox because mm. I would be interested to find out if uh, those five people had uh, comorbidities or maybe AIDS or something like that that made them. Mm-hmm. It's possible. You know, it's possible. Most people died from COVID, died of something else. Oh COVID. yeah, yeah. They never made the distinction of dying of COVID or dying with COVID. Yeah, Doctor Burks. Just came out recently and oh, said with her with her, te- with her testament of lies. Yeah, yeah. That that woman ought to be hung. Yeah, I'm not advocating anybody no, does that. She should be in jail. Should be in jail. Should be in jail getting monkeypox from infected <laughs> prisoners. So anyway, so what do we got on the monkeypox? Well, we know that the first case was found in 1970 in the Congo. Now, was there actually any? Anything to the to the theory that, you know, isn't somebody that, fucked the monkey to get this? Isn't that where AIDS came from too? Yes, I believe so. Okay, well, they don't necessarily and, have to have sexual congress with a with a simian. Is, there's a rumor that that's where AIDS came from. Somebody fucked a gorilla. Yeah, but, but these but, are just rumors. I yeah, but no it necessarily problem. doesn't mean sexual contact with an animal because eating of bush meat in Africa is common. So if you come uh, in contact with Blood products, or, yeah, yeah, the blood they, byproducts or the meat, yeah, you you could potentially catch this, I guess. Gotcha. But don't quote me because I'm not now, Dr. Fauci. Now, let me ask you a, um, a dumb question, okay? There are no dumb questions, Socrates. Yeah, well, this is going to push the boundaries of that. Um, so now it's being spread pretty much by man-on-man sex. Has it always been that way? If or? you say so. Why is it just that way at this moment? I don't know if it's always been that way. Yeah. See, because they won't tell you that. Because, again, they have to start with the lie. Yeah. Right? They're trying to protect uh, homosexuals. Which, on the one hand, I could see. Because you don't want people getting stupid ideas that, hey, I'm going to go out and kill somebody because I have to protect my family from monkeypox. Because there are stupid people who yeah, will do that. Yes, yeah. Okay. But on the other hand, you got to tell the truth. Yeah. The reason why these things get out of hand is because nobody tells the truth. Well, according to Tedros himself, the leader of the WHO, the stigma and discrimination can be as dangerous as the virus. There you go. Okay. Words. It's words. Of, words of violence. Yes. All right. So we don't advocate that you do anything to anybody. No, of, of course okay. not. Okay. Don't be that Dumb. Love your fellow humans. Just don't have men on man sex and well, get you monkey box. Well, just you can love. Well, them. you can have men on man sex. Just well, don't you, get the monkey box. Yeah, you can love them, but just you know, wrap that rascal or keep your fucking clothes on. But so, um, something else I learned about the monkey pox. Oh, it spreads via close contact and tends to cause flu-like symptoms. Uh huh. And pus-filled skin lesions. Now. I knew about the skin lesions. I just didn't know it caused like flu-like symptoms, which is kind of weird. I didn't know that. Well, like most things, smallpox related. I mean, yeah. smallpox does that. Uh, Chickenpox does that. Even though I think that's a different virus. Mm-hmm. I had right. chickenpox. Well, I had chickenpox too. Just you want to talk about pus-filled blisters? Jesus, mine I was, I was covered. No, mine was bad. I had them in my mouth. I had them. Yeah, and in my mouth, what down they? my throat, bottom of my feet. Yeah, they I mean, were just. You know, I remember feeling icky, and it was I was a kid, but it wasn't. Well, I remember when I was a kid, I had them all. My yeah. sister brought it home. Yeah. Because she had a sleepover with one of her girlfriends or something like that. Yeah. And then it ran through the family. My brother got it. I got it last, but I got it the worst. Oh, yeah. So, like, on a daily basis, they had to put me in the bathtub and slather me in a in a paste. Yeah. With... Uh, um, Cornstarch and water. I was practically plastered up. I was like, I was like a plaster of Paris. I had on (laughs) it. I couldn't move without cracking and shit. It was that bad. Remember they used to have um, chicken pox parties. Oh yeah, yeah. So then all the kids in the neighborhood would get chicken pox. I, I, you can't do that. You know why didn't they do that with COVID? I wonder. (laughs) 
Oh, so, right, because children don't get COVID. Not really. No. I got four kids. None of them got COVID. I got it twice. I, I'm sure I have kids somewhere I don't know about. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know if they had COVID either. So Tedros goes on to say in this report that although I am declaring a public health emergency of international concern, for the moment, this is an outbreak that is concentrated among men who have sex with men, especially those with multiple sexual partners. As he told the uh, media briefing, uh, he was having this um, in Geneva, I believe. And um, Yeah, because they have all this shit in Geneva. Yeah. Geneva is like the, uh, the Disneyland of uh, bureaucrats. And, you know, of course, you know, the administration, the White House, said that the, the declaration was a call to action for the world community to stop the spread of this virus. Oh, good. Another round yeah. of shutdowns coming. A guy by the name of Raj Panaji, Punjabi. Raj Punjabi. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Director okay. of the White House Pandemic Pre- Preparedness Office and Response. Yeah, and what a good job they do because they were prepared for the last one, too. He said a coordinated international response is essential to stop the spread of the disease and protect communities at the greatest risk of contracting. Uh. By the way... Right now, the Chinese are like, can't blame us for this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The recent outbreak where, you know, Africa is where it's yeah. blowing up right now. But um, the same, actually, kids are getting it now. So that's a little disturbing. Yeah, I read that. It, take it, it, that at face value on how these kids, how are these well, kids Well, it was two now? kids in California, was it? Something like that. Yeah, it was two children in California. So, and they they reckon that they came into contact with an infected person who may have been gay or bisexual. So that's I'm, how AIDS, by the way, got into the general community was through bisexuals. So yeah. and tainted blood products. But <clears throat> yeah. So my my question is is if you're having sex with men, I clearly do not have sex with men. So let's. I'm well, if you're asking me for expertise, I can't give you any. <laughs> I like girls. So why is it? So if you have a, and if you my, have a boyfriend, for I like girls, and my rectum is exit only. If you have a if you have a boyfriend, and you have close intimate contact without yes. sexual intercourse, uh-huh. can you still get it? Well, I think it's skin to skin contact. It doesn't require yeah. an exchange of fluids unless you so have then, unless you have bl- blisters and they break. But everything is is glaringly in these reports about sexual well, intercourse. That, it's because they've got this fluid exchange going on. Now, I, I would assume, I'm assuming because I don't know, all right, that skin-to-skin contact is not really the, so, the important factor here. Unless you have, unless so we're it's talking, like AIDS with the, with the... Unless you have like a, a, a separating sore or a blister or something yeah, like that. So like you, AIDS, it's a fluid exchange. Maybe. Probably. Sounds like or it. HIV, whatever you whatever. Yeah. Sounds like HIV it. HIV is the disease. AIDS is what... HIV causes. I don't even know to tell you the truth. HIV becomes AIDS. Yeah, that I do know. I just don't know. Okay, just like know. coronavirus becomes pneumonia. Ah, there you go. Okay, or SARS or MERS or any other shit. Yeah. So they go on to say that the result, the right result is clear. Not declaring an emergency at this point would be a historic missed opportunity. I, I think, no, I think this is ass covering because they got caught short on COVID. Uh-huh. All right, and so I think they'd rather get out in front of it and just over- see. This is what government they don't does. Wanna, they don't want to get it from behind, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. They don't want to get bit in the I ass. I had to. I had to. They want to get bit in the ass. Yeah. All right. This is what government does all the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, after they fuck up, they overreact the next time it happens, mm-hmm. so that nobody can ever accuse them of uh, not learning from the last time, and yeah. so. They said, well, last time the overreaction didn't work, but let's go with a double overreaction, only funded more profusely. Well, uh, the numbers, that always works. Their numbers suggest that there's something maybe to be worried about. Now, in June, they got together and they decided not to, you know, release any statements about, you know, making it a public, you know. Well, that's because of Corona. Pandemic. What was the first thing they did the first week of coronavirus? They told you to go out and have fun. No. That's what, they, our, that's they, what our leaders They did. started touting their computer models that said 50 trillion people were going to die uh, from uh, coronavirus. Well, when they met in June, um, cases of the viral disease have ballooned since then. So it went from 3,000 to 16,000 roughly now. Okay. That's a month, a month and a half. Right. 
because within a week, now remember, within a week of coronavirus, yeah, they already had these computer models that were, uh, you know, uh, talking about doom on a planetary scale. Yeah. All right, and so that's probably why they reserved statement or comment in mm-hmm. the beginning because they didn't know they didn't have any data. That was the problem with the computer models; they didn't have any data, so they guessed. Yeah. All right, and they went out and were wildly inaccurate, and then mm-hmm. it turned out that you know they were so unbelievably wrong. Yeah, horribly wrong. Yeah, they'd rather reserve judgment. So the next paragraph in this article that I'm reading, it's a little weird the way it's written. It says, one of the key issues driving a reassessment was whether cases would be spread to other groups, particularly children or others who have been vulnerable to the virus and past outbreaks in endemic countries. So, particularly children. Okay. Now, if it's gay men passing and spreading it. That that tells me somebody learned a lesson from coronavirus. Uh Uh-huh. In what way? I'm starting to think that maybe somebody learned a lesson from coronavirus, although this may be wishful thinking. Okay. So in the first place, they, they reserve statement. They don't go apocalyptic right away. Yeah. They, they, wait, they wait a month. They wait a month, and then they go semi-apocalyptic. Yeah. And then they start asking the common sense questions, well, who's at risk? Yeah. And 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 how is the risk um, spread from person to person? Yeah. All right? So that sounds like somebody's following a semi-logical process Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out what's going on with this thing as opposed to covid Mm -hmm. where they went complete no no pun intended ape shit yeah right away yeah and and stupidly overreacted yeah so this sounds a little bit more tempered and a little bit more measured yeah well who officials said on saturday they were exploring the possibility of the virus spreading via new modes of transmission so it may May be able to get it from all the way. So it means I can't spit in your mouth anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Only puke in my mouth. Okay, that's a fetish. All right. So, so I can't. So I can't take a dump in your open mouth like no, Germans no, do. No, okay. No, no. I know some people that would like that though. Yeah. Yo, that's one of those things in the brain. <laughs> yeah. So, fetish. Yeah. Fetish. When you talk about things like fetish, uh-huh. what are the fetishes? Feet. Uh, fluid discharge. You know, whether it's puking or... Water or bottles cra- in your cra- anus. Crapping in somebody's mouth. Yeah. No, no a, lot of, a lot of fetishes revolving around, like, feet and the, the exchange of bodily fluids, I'm going to say, even though puking uh-huh. is not a fluid. Um, there's a part of the brain where the neurons don't fire correctly. Because most people are re- revolted from anything like that. Most people, like... I'm not Don't a, you judge me. I'm not a foot kind of guy. <laughs> I mean, if a girl has nice feet, I'm into it. I don't... You know, take pleasure in touching yeah, feet or anything always, like that. Yeah, because that's always the first thing I look you at. You know, I had a pregnant wife, and uh, I rubbed a lot of feet. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's what you do with pregnant women, rub bellies and feet. Yeah. But I never had a thing for feet specifically. Uh, or watching somebody puking somebody out, like the Chinese videos of the girls puking or shitting each other's yeah. mouth. Well, there's a part of the brain where the neurons don't fire correctly. And instead of being repulsed, you're attracted to that type of stuff. Oh, okay, and and it's a really it's a really wild thing to look into because uh, no, that's okay. A, it's just your brain wiring is off slightly. I, I could live without looking into that. Well, no, it's the study of the brain. It's it's that's the part. Most that's people don't have brains. <laughs> Nothing to study. Okay, you got me there. Got me. All right. There. So there. speaking of not having brains, oh, we got a few stories brain. this week that uh, yeah, gonna make you scratch your head and wonder if. These people have anything inside theirs. All right, so what do you got? Well, uh, in New York recently, a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact, uh, U.S. Rep. Lee Zeldin, he's the Republican candidate running against Governor Hochul in New York. Well, he was attacked on stage. Yeah, I saw the video. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, apparently a deranged veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to attack him with a Hello Kitty keychain or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was in any kind of danger or whatever else, but it's uh, listen, New York, New York State. Here's the thing that gets me: this guy attacks a gubernatorial candidate on yeah. stage. Okay, he's arrested. Uh huh. Before the day is out, he's walking the streets again without any bail. Yeah. 
Okay. New York City's no bad. And boys. everybody who knows the guy says he's fucking bonkers. Yeah. All right. Wow. And uh, now what's really strange is that Zeldin was talking to a veterans group in upstate New York. Yeah. The guy who attacked him is a veteran. Is a veteran. He's also the morale officer in this, in this veterans group. Oh. So. Okay. The people there know him. They say he's had a really rough couple of years. He lost his wife. Uh-huh. He was discharged from the army. If you see photographs of this guy, because there were pictures of him in the New York Post, uh, okay. you, you can imagine, yeah, this guy's going to go off the deep end, because in every one of the photographs, his eyes are wide friggin' open. Yeah. Okay? It's like watching a shark just before it attacks. Wow. All right? Um, the guy obviously needs help. Mm-hmm. All right? But... Uh, and we've discussed this before. The state of mental health care in this country yep. is disgusting, especially for our veterans. It's almost non-existent. It's yeah. It, 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 we're, we're turning out psychiatrists and therapists and social workers by the busload, mm-hmm. and none of them on a good day can find their own ass with both hands and a flashlight. <laughs> they 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 just they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're very bad, and especially when you talk about a government-run system like uh, uh, New York State has, they hire these people, and then we wonder why we have fucking mental patients roaming the streets. Did you see recently um, how they're finding out that most of the medications they prescribe for mental illness and depression have no basis in actual science? No, 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 they're guessing. Okay, I, I've discussed this with you before. There's yeah. two schools of thought in how you treat a mental disorder. Yeah, yeah. Okay? One of them is... That all mental disorders are a result of a chemical imbalance of the brain. Yep. In the brain. Yeah. Okay. And so what they do is they feed you meds and mm-hmm. trying to balance, balance them out. out. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, is that they don't know how these meds work. They yeah. don't. Yeah. So it's hit or miss. So they'll keep, you went through this. I know I went through it too. They mm-hmm. will keep switching your meds until they find something that appears to work. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Fuck off. They know why it does. Yeah. All right. So, like, if you watch, for example, a commercial for Keytruda, which is on TV, that they yeah. give to people with the bipolar depression. Yeah. One of the key phrases you'll hear in that commercial is, yeah. Keytruda is thought to work on blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. Thought to work. Make they don't actually know. Suicidal thoughts and tendencies. Yeah. Or the other one, the, a few years ago, the big one was fibromyalgia. And they would tell you, fibromyalgia is believed to be due to... Yeah. A, yeah, okay. Yeah. They don't know. So when they, yeah. they feed you these drugs, some of them have some weird side effects, side effects yeah. like you wouldn't Absolutely. believe. Absolutely. Okay. Like stuff with like auditory and visual delusions. Mm. All right. And... Um, sometimes you get away if the side effects uh, we're going through as opposed to what you're no. It's going like through. why am I taking this? I could just take acid, you know. Like that, <laughs> they're actually finding that some of these no, no, yeah, psilocyclobine and yeah, yeah, yeah but that's not, actually have some beneficial. It's not really a benefit, okay? No? no, you're not curing anyone. Ah, see, that's the thing. Okay, that's the thing with these drugs. You're not curing anyone. You're not fixing a problem. What you're not, doing? No, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about psychedelics. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about them too. Oh. You're not actually fixing any problem. You're not addressing the medical. You're just masking it, I guess? No, all you're doing is you're making somebody either so friggin' high or so sleepy that they don't know they have a problem anymore. Yeah. Okay? Now, I went through that when I took um, uh, Zoloft for a while. Zoloft would put me to sleep for like 16 hours a day. Wow. Okay? Yeah. And, you, and they'd ask you, do you feel better? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not well, awake. A few minutes, I'm awake, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't Little know. Groggy. I'm sleeping all the time. How am I supposed to tell you? Yeah. Okay. And they kept open, uh, upping the dose on my Zoloft. At one point, I was taking 350 Ooh. milligrams a day. Damn. That's three times the recommended dosage, by the way, folks. Wow. All right. And I felt like I had an electric current running through my body 24 hours a day. Damn. All right. So that even when I was sleeping, I would be twitching all over the place. Yeah. It's guesswork. Well, so, speaking of guesswork, yeah, I, I've been battling trying to quit smoking. Okay, you know this, Matt. I'm sharing this yeah. with the listeners as well. So I've been smoking for about 30, 35 years. Uh-huh. And it's way past time that I stop. I have a touch of emphysema. I've had some health issues lately. Our last uh, get-together, Matt, when we did the last episode, which I'll be releasing today, by the way, folks. Um, and you better listen because I kind of wasn't there. 
And Matt pretty much held the whole show down by himself, which I give you props for, um, because I wasn't no, feeling well. No applause, please. Just throw money. <laughs> and um, I was on this medication. It's, it's basically the, the generic version of Chantix. And uh, Chantix, which they took off the market because it had some cancer causing yeah. agents in it. Because what's the word? Carcinogenic. Carcin- carcinogenic properties. Yeah, carcinogens or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they put me on something Vasnictoline or some shit like that. And um, I was on it for seven days. And it's a build-up process. You take a half milligram a day for like four. Then you take a half in the morning, half at night for yeah, about four you more. Keep stepping it and up. And then you go, yeah, you keep stepping it up. So by the time I got to where I was supposed to start taking it twice a day, I noticed my midsection ballooning <laughs> to the point where I thought my organs were swelling. Yeah, I thought he was going to have an alien pop out of his belly button or something. Yeah, was... pretty much. Um, whether it was gas or not, I, I haven't been back to the doctor yet. But I immediately stopped. And uh, just a few days later, I was much, much better. And today I have no more side effects from it. Yeah, see So, the... so but basically, the, the medication was actually an antidepressant. Yeah. That they found the after a certain amount of um, dosage. It starts affecting the part of the brain that gets any type of satisfaction from smoking. Right. I didn't get that far with it because the side effect just knocked it yeah, off for they, me. And they, um, what they do is they they interfere with the the parts of your brain that uh, yeah have the receptors that uh, react to dopamine. Yeah. Okay. So or I had to stop and yeah. The the thing about the Chantix and stuff yeah. is most of these anti smoking. AIDS are based off a drug called Wellbutrin. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. which I don't even know if they still sell Wellbutrin. Wellbutrin has such a bad reputation. Uh-huh. All right now, I was I was treated for uh, an anxiety disorder and post traumatic stress disorder after nine eleven. Okay, all right, and <clears throat> I was given Wellbutrin. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, mind you, the doctor who prescribed it is supposed to be an expert in the field of anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder yeah okay teaches he, he taught it in college mm. all right and it turns out wellbutrin is the worst friggin' thing to give somebody with an anxiety or a panic disorder because it heightens their anxiety and panic yeah all right to the point well, where i was literally locking myself in closets because wow. i was paranoid i didn't get paranoid uh from from the vesicoline or whatever it's yeah called, but it's, it's a derivative of wellbutrin most likely but i slept a lot yeah. A lot. So not only was I dopey and stoned from it, it caused my fucking midsection to swell up. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. It's like, oh, well, you must be, we feeling, hope. You must be feeling better because you haven't had any psychotic breaks. <laughs> and the thing is, no, I've been stoned. I'm watching dragons fly around and I'm locking myself in a frigging closet. I can't tell you if I'm having psychotic breaks because I can no longer distinguish between reality and fantasy because you drugged me all up. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I, I, right. I don't understand how they and, just prescribe these things and hope for the best. It's exactly what they do. Yeah. And that, and that's why the state of mental health in this country is such a disaster because especially when you, you, you couple that with outpatient. Yeah. Um, the, the outpatient model, okay? We shut down 90% of our inpatient facilities. Yeah, okay. So now you're, you're depending on people who are sick to take medications which may or may not help them. Yeah. And which in many cases can actually increase the severity of their symptoms and their problems, mm-hmm. okay? And then some wackadoo goes fucking nuts and tries to attack a, a, a U.S. representative on mm-hmm. stage with a Hello Kitty keychain. Yeah. Um, or, or worse, you, you they manage to get guns and shoot yeah. up a subway train or, or a school. Yeah. Crazy. Now, if you want health care reform in this country, that's where you got to start, I would think. Yeah, mental health. Yeah, never mind abortions and cancer. Start with mental health because that's probably the sector of the of our health care system that is in most need of of reform and resources because it's, get, it's getting out of hand. You can't walk anywhere in the city of New York right now and you don't encounter a mental patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay, so I, I do a lot of driving in Manhattan for my job. Yeah. I drive big trucks and drop off for, um, you know, production events and stuff like that. 
you know how many times I'm driving down the road and there's just some random homeless mental patient walking oblivious to what's going on around him? Yeah. This is, it literally happens once a week, at least once a week, where I'm driving, I got a jam on the brakes because the green light and the guy's just walking, yeah. not even paying attention. Don't even care. Yeah. Don't even care. So this whole episode, right, to me, as far as I'm concerned, when you stop to consider what happened, you got a mental patient who's walking around, yeah. okay? He's known to the community as, as someone who's off his rocker, okay? You know the local mental health, mental health authorities know who he is because he's probably an outpatient. Mm-hmm. Being that he's, not, he's unemployed and he's ex-military, he's probably, the VA probably has him on some sort of outpatient thing, okay? Uh, and he attempts to, uh, you can't even really call it an assassination attempt because it's yeah. not really a weapon that he had. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But he attacks a, a gubernatorial candidate and he's walking the street before, you know, before dinner time. Isn't it Zeldin a senator? No, a he's a congressman. congressman. Okay. So, and the guy's walking the street again before dinner time. Yeah. All right. Because we have yeah. bail reform. Yeah. They don't even hold him. And then, and then Kathy Hochul. The Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember this. She comes out and yeah. says, you know, we condone all kinds of violence against, you know, our political figures we, and whatever else. We, we don't time, condone. We don't, yeah, we don't condone violence against our political figures and whatever yeah. else. But in the meantime, every day for the last three weeks before this, she was, Lee Zeldin is a danger. He's a threat to our d- democracy. Go to his rallies. Yeah. Point, you know, He's a fascist. Yeah. He's this, that, she and said, She told people yeah. where he would be and... To go to his rallies and, and boo him off stage. Yeah. She told them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so as far as I'm concerned, unless you are a complete doofus, yeah. Lee Zeldin is probably the next governor of New York because this incident tells you everything that's wrong with this state. Yeah. Of By the way, the, uh, the Fed stepped in and charged the guy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that'll work because the Fed well, stepped in and charged the... Uh, Hunter Biden, and they stepped in and they charged <laughs> charged Eric Holder, well, and they charged you know yeah. the feds charge everybody. They never convict the anyone. County DA, who just happens to be uh, working in the office of Zeldin, uh-huh. didn't. I think she's press like a, stronger charges. I think she's part of. Well, her hands may have been tied. That could be. I thought of that. Just a little sketchy the way the whole thing went down. The guy had a Hello Kitty keychain or whatever, and. Uh, the guy claimed to not know who Zeldin was and did not... He think, probably doesn't even know who he is. You know, it was, it's just a weird situation. So I don't know whose side... But, you know, you it, know it's, it's, it's funny. Take, really? It's funny how this violence only goes one way, right? See? So Yeah, well, <laughs> but wait, really quick, Matt. Yeah. When things seem sketchy to me, uh-huh. I don't jump on one side or the other. I try to stay down the middle as so best what, I can. Do you think Zeldin staged an attack? I don't know. I don't they, have any proof either way. Yeah, they went but out. But it's a little sketchy. They went out and found a deranged veteran to attack him with a Hello Kitty keychain. It's a little sketchy. Listen, it's it all sketchy. sketchy. Everything, everything in this state is sketchy. Well, <laughs> every you know. Andrew, yeah, Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo basically killed the, you know twenty thousand elderly people. Yes, that I you do know. know for sure. All right, and that's a little sketchy. Why? Because he had a book coming out. <laughs> he won a Grammy though. Oh Jesus! <laughs> or an Emmy? Was it an Emmy? It was an Emmy for his for his for, for his pandemic for his, for his PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> Oh okay, God. it's like the it's like the the nine eleven the uh, I'm sorry the January sixth commission. Yeah. Okay, I guarantee you they win like you know Golden oh, Globe. Oh yeah, I'm sure. They're gonna sure. win a Golden Globe for like best drama, <laughs> best, best political the, drama, best, uh, daytime political drama. Yeah. Uh, uh, so if you thought that wasn't crazy enough, now check this out for a name: Mayor Cardi Finkbeiner. That's a hell of a. Name. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, he's the mayor of Ohio. A town in Toledo, in Ohio, and he suggested at a staff meeting that a way to resolve complaints about airport noise would be to move deaf people into that neighborhood. Oh, good. (laughs) I got a solution for you. That's thinking outside the box. Uh, On Friday, after the remark was publicized, Mr. Finkbeiner wept at a a news conference and said he meant no disrespect. Oh, so we're weeping he, now. Yes. We're making he, weeping apologies. As he cried, he said, nobody intended to be insensitive. <laughs> and my only words were there that it was an interesting idea. 
Yeah, here's a fucking tissue. Now fuck <laughs> off. Advocates for deaf people said Monday <laughs> said that the mayor's original remark was an insult. A deaf woman who attended the news conference said that the deaf people could feel the vibrations from the jets. God damn it. <laughs> you know, but yeah. on the one hand, you got to give them credit for original banking. Yeah, this is true. Okay. On this the other true. hand, you got to say, oh my God. It was definitely out of the box. <laughs> oh. You mean his pleas fell on deaf ears? Yes, 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 yes. All right. Oh. But, um, <laughs> all right. It's on one hand, it's original thinking. On the other hand, okay, the um, the apology. All right. Uh, this is what we've devolved into. Okay. You first of all, you just can't say, you know what? I said something stupid. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Now you have to make a production out of it. Okay. Well, it's a, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a TV network show. It's a, yeah. It's so popular. It's a reality. It's a reality TV yeah. series. Yeah. So I'm. You know. I'm sorry. Here. Remember uh, in Spinal Tap? This is Spinal Tap. Audie Fufkin. It's me. My timing is off. Go ahead. Kick my ass. Go ahead. Kick me in the ass. <laughs> I didn't see that one. By oh the my. way, I never saw. You never Spinal saw Tap. this is Spinal Tap. No, no, never the, saw it. What the fuck is wrong never with saw you? Never Spinal Tap. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's now it's performance art. His apology. Yeah. Has to you know be like dramatic and and overly emotional and whatever else you just mm-hmm. can't say oh you know what it was a stupid idea I said it out loud maybe I shouldn't have yeah you I have, apologize you have to cry now now you have to cry because you know the the woke mafia comes after you yep yep <laughs> well, so. so you're gonna have a bunch of deaf people on your lawn <laughs> giving you the finger <laughs> yeah. Because they can't use megaphones. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Up you, motherfucker. I don't mean to make fun of outside. deaf people, but it's fucking funny. But Oh, my God. So anyway, we're going to get into a little article that the New York Times posted the other day. Oh. The paper of record. Yes. So, and uh, a dubiously... All the news that's fit to wipe your ass. Yeah. On a rather dubious uh, article, on the headline, New York Times posted an article saying that cannibalism has a time and a place. (laughs) And can you stomach it? The time may be now. (laughs) I don't know if I want to even touch that. Oh. What happened to the bugs? Isn't We're it? not even eating the bugs. We're just going right to people. Well, but can't you get monkeypox that way? <laughs> I think you get a lot worse than monkeypox. <laughs> what? What was that? It was the, it's the human equivalent of mad cow disease. Um, oh, mad cow! I remember being in Britain and uh, <laughs> the, at the no, height no, of mad cow. Already again. They want you to stop eating meat. Starting it up again. Yeah. Um. What's the um? What's the disease you get from eating humans? Oh, I don't know, but it's I, like this I, smiling disease, a laughing disease, something like that from eating other brains. You, and get cra- you go crazy. You yeah, go crazy. you go nuts. It's like the, the human version of mad cow disease. It's almost yeah. the same thing. Almost the same exact thing. Well, you know, if it was uh, Nancy Pelosi or Sheila Jackson Lee, then yeah, it's really mad cow disease. <laughs> if you were eating them. Woo, yeah. But it's good to know the New York Times has their finger on the fucking pulse of the nation. Yep. But you know what? The, you know what else they did, Joe? What did they do? They they posted a uh, an article. Uh huh. By a gentleman who um, said, "You know what? What? Uh, maybe maybe we were wrong about this Russian thing, and it really is a hoax." Uh huh. And you know what? Maybe we misjudged the Trump people, and we shouldn't called shouldn't have called them inbred retards or, or something <laughs> like that, because okay. that was really unfair. Yeah. Okay. You think? Ah. Oh, uh. Yeah. Good for you. Right. There's another more virtue signaling. Whether they print like a two-inch article in the back no, of the no, actually, it was actually a pretty substantial really article saying, "Hey, listen, um, this this whole Russian collusion thing yeah. was a hoax from the beginning. We should have." Um, Realize that it is, but we didn't do any real reporting. Apparently, our 
our political biases got in the way, oh. mine included. And this characterization as of the Trump people as like the next version of Nazi Germany was not really fair because, you know, I never considered things from their point of view. Yeah. Okay, so it's virtue signaling. Yeah. From the New York Times, but, like, oh, now we get it. And the reason they get it is because they've got a Joe Biden on their hands. They put him there. Yeah. All right? They put him there. And now they have to distance themselves from Biden. Actually, I think what it is is that you're, you're seeing this a lot from Democrats. Mm-hmm. They are so dissatisfied with their own party. Ooh, yeah. Okay? They yeah. are so pissed off at their own party who... who Promise the sun, the moon, the stars. They don't deliver, but then they send you 52 fundraising emails every day. Okay. Yeah, please give us money. Yeah, please give it's us money. throughout democracy. Yeah, give us money so we can stop overturning Roe v. Wade. Oh, sorry, that didn't work. Give us money so we can yeah. fight to codify game. Oh, that didn't work. Yep. Give us money for climate change. Right. So, like, there was a guy on the internet uh, the other yeah, day, yeah, uh, Adam Perlman, I think me. his name is. I didn't, I didn't look at it, though. And he was running down the list. He Mark Warner and Nancy Pelosi and all, and all these people are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. He says, why are you sending me a request for money? <laughs> okay. You you are millionaires, multimillionaires. You don't do what you want, what I want you to do. and um, and But you keep asking me for money. Yeah. Of course all they right? do. Now, what I thought was funny about the whole thing was, first of all, he's got a point. Yeah. So he's right. Yeah. yeah. And the Republicans do this, too. Yeah, exact same thing. All right, yep. so let's not make mm-hmm. this like it's a, uh, only a Democrat thing. But this is a guy who would have absolutely no problem spending your money yeah. to something for something that he wants to see happen. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. he won't give up his own. Nope. Nope. Wouldn't do that. Funny, though, how we had a guy in there for four years that didn't take a paycheck. Amazing how you had a, the first black president with control of both houses of Congress for eight years, and they didn't do anything they said they were going to do. And somehow the country got more racist. And yeah, and the country. <laughs> that, that's my. That's the part of the Obama administration I miss the most is all the racial harmony. Yeah. Speaking as a two percent black man. Yep. Yep. Okay. I am so disappointed that we we did not reach that kumbaya moment. I'm kneeling right now in front of Matt. <laughs> Th- that's how you get monkeypox. Now stop. <laughs> So if it only gets it only gets weirder from there because the world is just on fire. I mean, it's 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 comical at this point that with the politicians on both sides just think we're stupid. Well, comedy comedy eventually becomes farce. So we pass the comical part. Oh, okay. This is now farce. Farce. Yeah. Okay. Now now we're we're into bizarro world here. Where up is down yeah. and inside is outside and. Where Twitter bans the use of the word groomer. Yeah, Reddit did that last Reddit, week. Yeah, following Reddit's lead. Because, you know, we wouldn't want groomers to feel bad. Yeah. Okay. An estimated 10% of K-12 students will experience sexual misconduct by a school employee by the time they graduate high school. And that a single offender can have up to 73 victims. Yeah, but they're not grooming your kids. No, not at all. No. But now you can't use the word groomer when they well, when you call them out on it. Well, you know, because it would make them feel bad. Yeah. You know, it's just like you can't you you can't you can't call somebody a Puerto Rican. You have to call them a Latinx because yeah, it might make them feel bad. You put just a face if you do that here. Yeah. By the way, Latinx is it? It's almost like uh, they regard it as what you would call like a a, a polish you put on your shoes or something <laughs> like that, or it's something you use to scrub a toilet. Yeah. They prefer to be yeah. called Hispanics or Latinos. Yeah. Or Latinas. So. Now that you can't say groomer anymore. Oh, no, I can say groomer. Well, you can't do it on Twitter or Reddit. Fuck Twitter and fuck Reddit, because Twitter and Reddit are where morons go (laughs) to unload their mental diarrhea in 280 characters or less. Are you calling me a moron? I peruse Twitter. You peruse Twitter. Yes. Okay, that's different than you live your life on Twitter. Oh, no, no, I use it to promote our show. I get it to find, you know. Yeah, it's a useful tool. Weird for, stories from here and there that. It, it's that a useful tool for stuff like that. Mainstream media but, doesn't cover but sometimes. He, but here's the thing is Twitter became um, the means by which people who have too much free time on their hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Same yeah. thing with Reddit. Same thing with TikTok. Where people go to Kowtow and, yeah. you know. It's where they go to, to display hear the their intimate, own echo chambers. Yeah, display yeah. the intimate details of their lives like anybody gives a flying fuck. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. You know, like I, I had four shots and I just got COVID and thank God I'm okay. Listen, I, I once saw <laughs> when Twitter when Twitter first started. Uh huh. There's a famous story oh, well, about new, Twitter. I'm new to Twitter, by the way. When I'm Twitter first started, not even a year. Somebody decided it would be a good idea to to tweet out step by step their abortion. Oh. There was another person who used Twitter to give a blow by blow account of a bank robbery. Nice. While they were sitting on the floor twiddling their thumbs. Nice. Okay. That's Twi- not actually that bad. No, no, no. That's where Twitter has some kind of value. Yeah. All right. But, it's interesting. But not the it, abortion one, but you know, I would. Yeah, but I, I, I was when I was there for all my kids' births, and that's it, hard to do, <laughs> watching the birth yeah. of a child. Never mind. But when it becomes, an abortion. But when it becomes sort of like the, the hangout. Yeah. For yeah, a particularly yeah. demented sort of mentality. Yeah. Okay, it sort of mainstreams that sort of that demented mentality. Yeah, people want to find acceptance and oh, it's on Twitter, acknowledgement so to, the, to the line of thinking there. Yeah, because and and, like and there yeah. are there are a lot of people who yeah. say, well, you know, if you can't say that on Twitter, you couldn't say that in polite company. Well, oh, no, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, when me no. and Matt greet each other every day, we tell each other to fuck off. Yeah, I, I refer to Twitter as twatter. Yeah, because that's what's on there. It's definitely not real life. No, hell it's no. definitely not. Listen, Taylor Lorenz fucking dominates uh, Twitter. Do you think she's a real person? Dominates? Well, not anymore. I think she was banned, wasn't she? I, I don't know if she was banned or not, but I do know... Because uh, all of her tweets disappeared. Saying she dominates Twitter. I, um, well, people I'm like her. not a her. fan of her followers. People so. like her. Dominate Twitter, I should say. I guess. I don't know. All right. And, and it's an echo. It became an echo chainer. It What'd became an echo. What was your words? Fucking pig. Fucking pig. Yes, that's, okay. that's what your words. Yep, yep. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Taylor Lorenz. Yeah. Okay, is sort of like uppity white gated community private school. Yeah. Ice bitch who went to people's homes, looking for them. Yeah. And printed their to swat them. Yeah, and printed their dox addresses them. to dox them where yeah. they live. And, she bar- and they got mad when they did it to her. her. Yeah. yeah, she bothered their. Uh, their, their relatives and uh, their friends and colleagues and whatever else. Yeah. So because she's got to make you out to be like the worst thing since Hitler. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Meanwhile, she. Fascist. Meanwhile, she she's actually the worst thing since yeah. Hitler, and the people like her. So back to the whole thing on Twitter. You can't say uh, groomer any longer, and it just same moment though. I came across another article. Uh oh. Yeah, from Stonewall UK. Oh. I tweeted an article that read, Research suggests that children as young as two recognize their trans identity. Yeah, because Elmo talks about that all the time. And yet many nurseries and schools teach a binary understanding of pre-assigned gender. LGBTQ inclusive and affirming education is crucial for the well-being of your all young people. No, it's not. Okay, a two-year-old. Okay, groomer. <laughs> okay, crew. Two-year-olds don't have any ideas that you don't put in their heads. Exactly. Okay. So if a two-year-old is aware of the difference, first of all, how can you tell? I don't know a whole lot of two-year-olds <laughs> that are that are either speaking or have the the verbal ability to. Bobby, stop chewing on that crayon and tell me your pronouns. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. You know, it went from, we just want to get married, to we just want to groom your kids. Yeah, could you imagine trying to uh, potty train a two-year-old who's aware of his uh, trans uh, tendencies? No, 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 no. You can can sit down to pee. You don't have to stand up. And there's, there's 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 nothing behind this except for them wanting to groom your kids. That's it. And just anybody. It is is so unbelievably transparent what is going on. Bro. You do not talk to your children, young, especially children, 10 and under, especially 10 and under. Even you can go a few years higher, but you don't talk to your children about sex, sexual identity. You know where they started with the whole idea of super woke toddlers? (laughs) Where? Okay. Remember right after Donald Trump got elected and Uh you started reading newspaper articles where the the author was looking at their four-year-old? who had sadness on her face, ah. who looked up from her, her cornflakes with tears in her eyes and asking mommy, now that 
the bad orange man is president, does this mean I can't get an abortion? Oh, my God. Okay, and then it became the super woke uh, infant, and then eventually it was the super woke child in utero <laughs> who was asking if the elevation of Donald Trump was the harbinger of worldwide fascism. Okay, oh my God. so now... So, of course, once you have that example, yeah. okay, naturally, two-year-olds know they're trans. Woo. All right. Wrap your head around that one. Yeah. So these are adults yeah. transferring their own thoughts and emotions. Psycho- under, Psychosis. Yeah, onto children. This is projection. Yeah. Okay? And the thing is, is that the child is used as a prop. Okay? Child is used to signal as a prop for your wokeness. To signal your wokeness and to make your argument because who in their right mind is going to criticize a two year old? <laughs> My God, it's it's pathetic. Okay. It's, it's, pathetic. Cu- it's yeah. You're hiding behind your children. It's sad and pathetic. But no, it's not grooming. No. Okay. Not at all. Not in the least bit. They just want to get married. I don't care if you want to be married. You want to be miserable? Go ahead. Go get married. <laughs> Half of marriages end in divorce. Yep. Okay, and you'd be sitting there like half the men I know going, what the fuck happened to me? I lost Supposedly, numbers higher in the LGBTQ. Oh, community. I wouldn't doubt it because, you know, but they it, can't keep bad, it in their pants. For, it's bad for everybody. It's bad for it everybody. Yeah, but um, is. Yeah, I mean, don't do not do this to children. Uh, it's the slippery slope argument. Once you open the door, mm-hmm. okay, all the other exceptions come out. Well, if you're going to make this exception, why can't you make that yeah. exception? Yep. Okay, because your exception is fucking sick and demented. That's why. And on that disturbing note, we're going to end today. Says the man who who <laughs> simulates having sex with a monkey. <laughs> that was great, though. That was great. <laughs> By the way, that was spur of the moment. That tells yes. you that tells you how my brain operates. Okay, because as soon as I had a sip of Pepsi. That thought came right in my so yeah came right in my head. Joe, let's do this for an open. Nice, nice. It was All awesome. Right. It was funny. They had a sugar. I rush. couldn't stop laughing. I was I was almost crying. I was laughing so hard. Oh yeah. But folks, don't don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to us wherever you find us. But, but that monkey made a great sandwich. Yeah. And uh, you can find us everywhere along the internet. We're just like monkey shit. We're everywhere. And uh, you guys be cool. You know the rule. Follow us. Like. And if you got the cash laying around, man, our microphones are malfunctioning. My print is out of ink. <laughs> Help. Joe is so poor he can't afford to pay attention. Exactly. So, But thank you for listening, folks. Uh, catch us on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Anchor. We're on Apple, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, you'll find us. Please help out if you can. Thank you enough. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. Be well.